Pedders' new world-first vehicle weight matrix software. Know your weight at pedders.com.au. We speak to one man and one man only about rugby league. That's not true, but we speak to him every week. Uh, and we, before we get to him, though, we've got to wish him a very, very happy birthday. Gordon Tallis was his birthday yesterday. That was the Ramones, and I don't know who Percy is, but you, you can be Percy. Happy birthday, Gordon Tallis, for yesterday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Big 45, yeah, Gordy. Have you yeah. have you aged any wiser? No. Seriously. <laughs> the older you get, the younger you want to be and the younger you act. We all pretend that we're 18 again, but I'm not a big believer in celebrating the ageing process. I just sort of you know, try to go under the radar when it comes to age and all that kind of stuff. And You've got to celebrate your birthday every day, so just a little bit of cake every day, I believe. We're headed towards the last rounds of the NRL, and the Cowboys yeah. come home with a win against the Knights mm. last night. It was a relatively ordinary game in the first half, yeah. but we're led to believe Paul Green put the wind up them um, yeah. at halftime, and they come out rearing in the second half. What did you make of the game, and um, how would JT be feeling at this end of the season, knowing that he's not competing for the title, but potentially just for pride. Yeah, look, oh, he'd be disappointed because everybody plays to win the grand final. So um, he'd be disappointed, but obviously the career that he's had, you probably have no argument. But his second half was absolutely brilliant. He wound back the clock, and I suppose it's on the signs if you're going to play the Cowboys over the next four or five weeks and think you're going to get an easy win. Well, you know, if they can compete like that, obviously they were a bit scrappy, but their second half was very good and scoring with two minutes to go to beat the Knights that Still had finals hope, so it was a good win for the Cowboys. And the fans have been pretty loyal, you know, because they've had a bugger of a season. Gordy, the Broncos have won, uh, I think, uh, three games against top eight teams recently. Wayne Bennett was asked during the week whether they're actually a grand final chance. He said it's still too early to tell. Do you look at this list and... <laughs> Are you serious? It's round 20. It, well, he said it's just too early. He'll know in six weeks. There's six weeks left to go. And then when, at the end of that, they'll, know, elusive, a bit, they'll know a bit more. <laughs> you, well, yeah. you... uh, we all will because they'll either be knocked out of the finals race or they'll be in there. <laughs> no, no, look, um, do you know what? Uh, a month ago, I would have said no. But the mm. way the game got turned on its head around origin, I think with the way Cook and Tedesco played Queensland in game one, and mm. it's come back to speed around Iraq and... Players playing to their strength, and I've watched Milford last week play against Penrith, and again, you know, they're all playing to their strengths, and it was a really good performance against a very tough Cronulla side that, you know, when you're in Sydney, they're sort of everybody's dark horse to win the competition. Out of the Sydney teams, they're the favourites for all the guys there, so uh, for all the punters. So um, it was a really good performance, especially backing up after what they did to Penrith. Big year, big milestone for the Broncos tonight. They've got their 30-year mm. gala auction uh, charity night. Gordy, how significant is this moment for the Broncos? Oh, look, it's massive. Obviously, I was 15 when the when the Broncos come in, and that's the only jersey I ever wanted to wear, and it's because Wally Lewis wore it and Gene Miles and Greg Dowling and Colin Scott and all my heroes that were playing in the local comp in Brisbane. And then fast forward 30-odd years, uh, you know, the most, I think in the last 30 years, other them or Melbourne Storm are the most successful side in the competition. Look, it's a huge milestone. It's a great club. It's, you know, one of the biggest brands in sport. And, you know, congratulations, I think, to everybody involved. 
leads us in very nicely to the next question, Gordy, because the man who was at the helm, the first coach they ever got, was Wayne Bennett 30 years ago, and there is heaps of conversations now around his future after 2019. They've guaranteed he'll be there next year, but after that's where all the conjecture occurs. He came out during the week and said he'd like an answer because he's the one that has to front up and answer all the questions, and he took a bit of a swipe at the board. Then after the game Thursday night, he, he said, we won't be talking about this anymore. I've spoken to the board, and we're going to wait till October. Uh, from what Dobbo said, that was Wayne Bennett being absolutely well and truly silenced by Carl Morris, the chairman. Interesting with this bloke, Carl Morris, Gordy, I don't know how well you know him, but it seems to me a guy that uh, is an executive chairman of a very, very big stockbroking firm, which he is and looks after about 566,000 people super. Uh, this is a man who knows how to run a business, and he will yeah. run it the way he wants to. So no guarantees Mate. for Wayne. A very different landscape now than it was 30 years ago. Well, and absolutely. And and the history of Wayne, love him, hate him. He's been fantastic for the club, but he's walked out on him a couple of times, and he promised the Dragons to go back. So the club's not silly. So Wayne just always likes to have, you know, like a bird in the hand type of say. And mm. you know that's a year away, and you got to win. Like no one, no one else in the game can get that. Even Craig Bellamy was on his last so games. He was on what ten games before his contract was running out. And yep. Wayne wants it with, with like forty games to go. No one, no one gets that luxury anymore. No player does. No coach does, unless you're an 18-year-old pain has. But yes. other than that, mate, um, everybody has a use-by date. The Broncos will make the right decision. And whether Wayne's going to coach into his 70s and take this club to the next premiership, and it's not coaching and, you know, keep on making the aid. It's actually winning grand finals. This club's built on winning grand finals, and they haven't won one for a while. So who was the best guy to deliver them a grand final? That's who they've got to go out there and get. That's yeah, what Carl Morris absolutely. is saying, and it seems to me that this is a guy that will run it very, very similar to how he runs a massive business. And also, too, if yeah. you look at the way that the AFL do it now, even the list management is done by someone separate to the coach. The coach can give their preferences about what kind of player they want, yeah. but it is very much departmentalised now. We give you a side, you coach it. That's not how Wayne's done it for 30 years. So it would seem to me that they no. might be saying to him, Gordy, well, you may get another chance, but you need to do it our way, not your way. And Wayne might be a victim of Desi Hasler. And you know, like when you give everybody you know, uh, the reins, and you watch what Desi's done and where the Bulldogs now are there. Five-year rebuild, you know, and at Newcastle and clubs, like what happens is if you give them too much power, mate, I think their egos get out of control for one, but they don't care about budgets, mate. If you give everybody your credit card, if, mate, if you give your missus your credit card, she's going to go spend what she wants. But if you give her a budget, <laughs> and that's what... Don't I know it. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's got to happen. Gordy, who coaches the Broncos right, in 2020, if not Wayne Bennett? Oh, mate, I've said, and I've been so vocal, I think it's Kevin Walters. I think he's the next guy on the block, and everybody's talking about other guys. I know that if he went to all the old boys, and I know that they're not the club, but they're a big reason why the club has been so successful. It's a culture, um, they yeah? Both him. yeah? Oh, mate, the culture would be unbelievable. There's no more winning player than Kevin Walters ever to pull on a Broncos jersey, and he's the most passionate guy that I've ever played with. So I think everybody would get behind him, and look what he's done with this Queensland side. It's been a transition. You know, and he's done a magnificent job. Couldn't agree more. Gordy, have a great weekend. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks, guys. See you soon. We hope you enjoyed the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Catch them Saturday mornings from 10 on Triple M. And if you missed the show, catch up with just a tap on the Triple M app. Brought to you by Petters Weight Matrix. See petters.com.au.